to Bob Stevenson Show, BobStevenson.com, episode 40, Monday, August 7, 2006, I tell you what. Hey, the word of the episode is glass. Okay, so I, I saw this uh, commercial for uh, one of the upcoming uh, um, TV shows. Now, this, this, is, this is so funny. I know you're going to love this on two different levels. Yeah. First, whatever happened to <laughs> our old friend who we ruined the career of, Ted Danson? <laughs> yes, the black He's, face. Ted Danson is back. In blackface? No. Ah. He's in a new show, and basically it's pretty much the same exact show as Becker. Except instead of being a a doctor, he's a psychiatrist, <laughs> which I think is going to be even funnier than Becker. Yeah, because <laughs> you're you know, this guy trying to help people, <laughs> and I saw the trailer and it looks great because it's no, just no. Ted Danson cannot <laughs> be a psychiatrist. <laughs> so. The the uh, the preview is just hilarious. It's him with like in his session, and he just starts screaming at these people <laughs> and attacking them. What? Yeah. Ted Danson. Um, yeah. And guess what the title is? I have no idea. Oh, this is good. Help me help you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Help me help you. <laughs> so Ted Danson, help me help you. I can't wait. They should have called it Doctor Blackface. Oh, come just, on, <laughs> I re- I refuse to let him live that down. I'm sorry. I don't know what's worse, that or the Gulliver's Travels. Mini <laughs> 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 The made-for-TV movie was it oh, ABC? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad because, like, all the other actors were doing that, like, corny, fake, you know, um, oh. Victorian uh, Shakespearean accent, <laughs> yeah. and he was trying to do it, and he's like. There's nothing that anyone can say that. Come on, why don't you believe me? Come on, Woody. Nobody <laughs> believes on. me. Come on. I'm a giant over here. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. Ted Danson is back. <laughs> hey, you know um, what? <laughs> you know what came out on DVD recently? Oh, no. One of the greatest movies of our lifetime. Basic Instinct Part 2. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that went really quick from a one-week theatrical release to DVD. Yeah. I didn't even watch it. I, I don't know. On Rotten Tomatoes, it got a 3.0 out of 10 overall. Oh. As Next. compared to, say, Freddy Got Fingered? <sighs> Come on. Let me see if, that, if they uh, rated that on here. And they did. Actually, that got a 2.6 out of 10 <laughs> overall. Oh, boy. <laughs> you moron! This movie's stuck, man! I got a 2.6 out of 10, moron! 
Wait, uh, real quick. The general consensus on Rotten Tomatoes unfavorably comparing it with such infamously bad titles as Battlefield Earth. A significant number of critics are calling Tom Green's extreme, gross-out comedy the worst movie they have ever seen. (laughs) Battlefield Earth with John Travolta. Wait, when you make a movie and people are comparing it to Battlefield Earth and your movie is worse? Oh. Wow. Oh. 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 Welcome to the party, even in... Okay, so a couple of uh, uh, stupid news items. Um, one was, and this is something that that's interesting. They had some kind of a contest. Um, San Jose State University has an annual contest called the Bulwer Lytton Fiction Contest for Bad Writing. <laughs> okay. And apparently this one guy, Jim uh, Julie of, uh, in California, submitted 64 entries to this contest of bad writing. And just a, just a small portion of his writing uh, here. Detective Bart Lassiter was in his office studying the light from his one small window falling on his super burrito when the door swung open to reveal a woman whose body said, you've had your last burrito for a while, whose face said angels did exist, and whose eyes said she could make you dig your own grave and lick the shovel clean. That's bad. That was bad. This harkens back, though, to some of our insanity during our schooling years. (laughs) Yeah. Remember, every, I'm sure other people can relate to this. Every, you know, every year, like in the middle school or high school or whatever, in English class, in order to learn the new uh, uh, grammar rules or new vocabulary words that you've been taught, you had to use them in a sentence. Yeah. And we always had to do that, and then you'd have to get on the blackboard and write one of them down. And we couldn't just write sentences like other people would write sentences like, oh, you know, Jason Priestley had a a uh, crush on one of his co-stars on 90210 last week. However, and the word would have been like uh, unexpectedly, unexpectedly, his co-star was killed by drug overdose. Right. Something, you know, or something normal. But we couldn't just do that. No. We had to write something insane and then one-up each other. Yes. You yeah. know, it, 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 like Saddam we write something... Hussein <laughs> flushed a lobster down the toilet in Iraq. However, unexpectedly, it ended up coming up out of my toilet. Yes. And pinched me on the butt while I was going to the bathroom. <laughs> And for some reason, though, for some reason, the teachers loved it. Especially the guy who said that my writing sucked with a capital S. (laughs) The guy who was driving, uh, hanging half out out the the window. Yes. He loved those sentences. I know. So we kept. He's a great. 
He would read them to the Arr! other classes. Yeah. <laughs> it's very weird. Especially when you and our friend, our, uh, uh, CC, yeah. decided to recite the entire plot of Pee Wee's Big Adventure. No, wait a minute, wait a minute. The assignment <laughs> was to write an essay about a villain. A villain from a movie. So everyone is, is coming up with these evil, horrible villains, and we said, who would be a really stupid villain? <laughs> and we came up with Francis Buxton from yes. TV's Big Adventure as this horrible, evil villain. Francis Buxton? Like, he was so evil and, and heinous and vile. You yeah. won't believe what he did. He stole Pee Wee Herman's red bicycle. He stole my bike! <laughs> hey, Francis. I know you are, but what am I? I know you are, but what am I? Pee-wee, listen to reason! Hello? Hello? What are you doing? I'm listening to reason! I'm listening to reason! <laughs> what do you want, Francis? <laughs> yeah, so we did that, and he read it to all the class. I'm sitting in math class, like... Like three periods later, I know, and he comes and jumping guy, in. Hey, Rob, the, the English teacher read us your your uh, your essay about Pee Wee. It's like, what? Why? <laughs> Why is he reading it to all the classes? It was stupid. We wrote it to be stupid on purpose, and he loved I know. it. Uh. Yeah. So what was the other article? Okay, the other one. Apparently, there was, remember we talked about the, the girl who had my million dollar year? She was supposed to make a million dollars, and that was a big joke, and she Astrid made nothing. Astrid Bin. Yeah. Ooh, trash Bin. Episode 27. Yes. So. Useless. This guy, a guy named Kyle McDonald, yet another Canadian, decided that he would prove that he could, and he was a blogger, he was going to prove that he could start out with one red paperclip and that by bartering that paperclip over and over for other things and then bartering that thing for another thing, you know, again, I, I don't know exactly who barters anymore, but <laughs> whatever. Know. Trading. Yeah. Um, that he eventually would be able to barter for a house. <laughs> and he did! No! Yes! What a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Was this like years and years of trading? <laughs> I don't think so. Wow. Let's see. And he did this in all from Craigslist. Oh, all right. I used that. Yeah. So he, let's see, he exchanged a pen for a ceramic knob, and in turn... He traded the ceramic knob for a camping stove. What? What is a ceramic then, knob? I don't know. Uh, then somehow a generator, a beer keg, a Budweiser sign, a snowmobile. <laughs> who trades a Budweiser <laughs> sign for a, a snowmobile? Snow who has a snowmobile? <laughs> and apparently he traded the snowmobile for a trip to the Canadian Rockies. <laughs> then somehow got a hold of a supply truck... What? And eventually a, record, a recording contract. What? To record what? <laughs> I don't know. 
Then in April, he got very close. He obtained a year's rent in Phoenix. (laughs) What? (laughs) I'm going to have to try this. Yeah, but what's the website? Is it imaliar.com? <laughs> Apparently, he got he was on radio shows and was heard by Corbin Burnson. I have no idea who that is. You know, from LA Law and Major League, you know, Dorn. Yeah, Corbin Burnson. Apparently, Burnson was writing a movie or something, and the idiots, he hired this guy to do something. <laughs> the heck so basically what you're saying he traded the year's rent for an afternoon with rocker alice cooper why (laughs) how is that gonna get him a house then he bartered that time with cooper for a snow globe depicting the band kiss oh i i I can't here enters corbin burnson stop it corbin burnson apparently has a collection of six thousand snow globes he wanted the one from Kiss. Oh, my God. And this guy on his blog told his listeners to send snow globes to Corbin Burnson. They sent thousands of them. Oh, my God. And some kind of local person heard about this guy. And the town purchased an unoccupied rental house and gave it to him. What we have to figure out is how are we going to learn from this and start to get people to give us stuff for the Paunch Stevenson show and get celebrities and governors and mayors listening to our show. I am completely... I have a paperclip. I have a marker. I have a pen. I have a lot of things. There you go. Get rich quick. You start with a paperclip and you, you get a house. But basically, but anyway, the, the, the moral of the story is Astrid Bin is a complete failure, and this guy yep. got a house. This for a guy paper clip. is the man. <laughs> two He's different the approaches. Man, baby. Two different approaches, two different results. Wow. So, anyway, this guy's uh, uh, site is uh, oneredpaperclip.blogspot.com. One O N E? Yes. Or the, okay, not the number one. No. Right. And he also has a MySpace page or whatever. We're, we're, you know, we'll just leave it at that. All right. Hey, maybe he'll be our, our MySpace friend. Maybe. Like Kevin Federline. Yes. Wait, who else do we have? I haven't checked it in a while. Not many people. Let me see. Who is our MySpace friend? We have Kevin Federline. We have Weird Paul Petrosky in Pittsburgh. Uh, we have Greg well, Johnson. Well, you do that, I'll continue with the show. Wait, hold on. We have because <laughs> I told this guy that uh, that I'd, I'd promote him. Greg Johnson of the Rafifi uh, comedy show in New York City every Friday. We got him. <laughs> uh, a couple others. We have Dane Cook. I don't we were like talking him. about. I know we were talking about him. Um, <laughs> Dimitri Martin, comedian. So I don't know. We're doing pretty. Aren't the Bangles on there at some point? Yeah, the Bangles, Susanna Hoffs. Yes, and so on and so forth. All right, whatever. So we're you know it's it's just that none of these people I don't think listen to the show. <laughs> nah, we'll have to figure that nope. out. 
I don't know if anybody's even remember this, but we do. Do you remember the the fiasco and the ridiculous obsession with mudding? <laughs> yeah, it was about ten years ago, right? Or yeah, no, this no, was no a... it was like seven, eight years ago. No, no, this was like 1996, 97, 98. Basically, what people used to do is they used to log on to these, you know, these like IRC chats. You know, which is like, you know, just like a Java, like a chat room, basically. And they would play these text games yeah. against each other, which they called mudding. Yeah, and uh, a mud, mud stands for multiple user dimension, multiple user dungeon, or multiple user dialogue. Yeah. So, you know, rather than... Again, wait, 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 hold on. Let <laughs> me... They have an explanation. They, they have a, a description here. Uh, a mud is a computer program which users can log into and explore. Each user takes control of a computerized persona slash character. You can pretend to walk around, chat with the other characters, and explore uh, dangerous monster-infested areas, solve puzzles, and even create your very own pretend environments. Yeah. People might yeah. be thinking, okay, it's like uh, something like EverQuest or StarCraft or something like that where you can see the people and play against yeah, them and you have your yeah. guy. No, there's no graphics. It's all text. Text. It's all text. So, again, basically, you type <laughs> everything you're doing. Yes. You just, I, the great Grizzlor, walk into the forest, and now I draw my sword and face it against you, the evil Cyclops of Gartheria, and I raise my magical power and strike you down with it all. Yeah, then I'll type into my computer, no, I take your sword and I melt it with my torch and I take my bow and arrow and I shoot an arrow through your neck. Yeah. So and it's basically just, it's like being made up as the people yeah. go along. There's no And these these idiots would go back and forth and there's like there's no format, there's no ground rules. It's like, okay, I just killed you. You know, but then they would they would each have like their own number of points yeah. they would gather these points for their wizardry <laughs> well how do you keep score you're typing everything in who's keeping score <laughs> nobody is there an umpire somewhere no and i remember i was in college at the time late 90s and i'd go into the computer lab trying to do research yeah and Forget every yeah, single you, you PC was a freaking loser playing these mud games. Yeah. Terrible. Oh, no. It almost reminds me Stop. of Tom Green's Stop. show. Stop because, it. Because it's like Tom Green could just type whatever he wants and think that, they, you know, he just makes stuff up. Yeah. I think I'm going to do a show tomorrow. Oh, I'll just get online and change my website. No, I'm doing the <laughs> show in two weeks. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it, now, wait, again, wait. the mudding, there's no referee. How are you going to decide? Why not just have dueling Dr. Phil's <laughs> doing the mudding? <laughs> I am going to take a blowtorch and blow your face into a crisp. 
Well, I'm going to wear a welder's mask and block your blowtorch oh. and whip out Hold my on. bomb and shove it down your pants. No, no, you have got to face reality. Well, I'm going to do 800 sit-ups and then proceed to strangle you with my stomach. Well, how are you going to do that if I take the 16 hairs left on my head and poke your eyes out with them? I am going to grow my mustache two feet long and cover my eyes. No, wait a minute. Then I'm going to take a gigantic jug and break it over your head. Well, it can't break unless it's made out of glass. Uh-oh. Uh... Oh, no! Oh! Oh, no! Stop! No! You do not! Oh! Oh! You do not break! Oh, stop that! You do not break glass over my head. Will you talk about the, the, the mud games online that don't make any sense? And we talked about that that commute podcast before that didn't make any sense. And I, I just want to stress the fact that you and I were going through all these podcast directories the other day. Just to see, you know, see how our show compares to all the other shows that are out there. Maybe we'll find a good one. We can talk about it. Whatever. And we went through, we must have went through dozens and dozens of different podcasts. Yeah. And these websites, first of all, the websites don't make any sense because we would go to the websites and it would be a bunch of random text and links and pictures all jumbled up. And it's like, yeah, it's like where where's the, the episode? Uh, where's yeah, where the podcast? It? Where's the show? We couldn't find it anywhere. And then the, the, the ones that we did find the podcast were listening to them and they were so bad. You know, like sometimes I, I think, I don't know, ha, ha, is our show good? Are we on the right track? And then we listen to those shows. It's like, oh, man, how how are we not more popular? Why aren't people listening? <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh, and of course, I, you know, I'm riding the subway. I'm walking down the street. The buses go by and the billboards and everything. New York City, all over the place. It's Opie and Anthony on 92.3 FM. Yes. How, of course, that, you know, Howard Stern had the show there for years and years and years. He left to go to the, the Sirius satellite, uh, radio. Yeah. And they, uh, they had gotten David Lee Roth. Boozy, boozy, bop, city bop. To, oh, to, no. to replace Howard Stern. That bop. Boozy, boozy, bop. Nobody. Nobody. I, I have to be honest with you. I didn't even listen. I didn't Nobody. even. All right, all right. I didn't even listen to his show. That's how quickly he was off the air. <laughs> and now Opie and Anthony. I had a great thing going there in my show, and they threw me off, man. Hey, skipping you about. Opie and Anthony got thrown off 1027, then they were on XM Satellite Radio. Now they're back on Terrestrial Radio 92.3 in New York City. Hello? Hello? What are you doing? I'm listening to Reason! 